Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street, USA. On this episode, we are dishing on all things drinking in Hollywood Studios. We'll let you in on some of our favorite spots for a drink, what to order, a hidden drinking spot or two, and we're off to a galaxy far, far away for a cantina crawl. I'm Colin. And I am Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. Welcome back, everyone. Another week. Another and we're drinking. Another- Yes. And we're drinking again. Yes. We're all on theme tonight, too. And we're actually drinking cocktails. Who are we? Who oh, are we? I'm not. Well, oh, yeah. Bella. Okay, fine. <laughs> but Bella did have a sip of mine, so I guess she did drink yeah, the yeah, cocktail. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. The offer for a cocktail was there. You just said no. Correct. Correct. I know, I but she said something. no for another good drink, though. Yes, yes. I am drinking the lo- Finnish long drink. Oh. Have you have you heard it of this, Bethany? It is a canned beverage. You guys have drank this on the podcast before. Yeah. So this mm. finished long drink is gin with natural grapefruit and juniper berry flavors and mm. carbonation. That is the description at the bottom. It is gluten-free. Huh. So hey. there's that. But it is quite delicious. If you really don't like gin, I actually think this is still a good canned cocktail for you because it doesn't have a heavy gin flavor. Mm-mm. It's very light. The grapefruit is also very light as well. It's not like in-your-face grapefruit. I absolutely love it. It is probably my new summer canned cocktail. Easy. Love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy drinking. We love a Oh, uh, yeah. Who doesn't? Easy. What are you drinking, though? I'm drinking a Surly Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. This is one that I've wanted to make at home for so long, but it's one of those ones that when you read the description, one of the descriptors is, well, we'll talk about what's in it first. It is the grapefruit and rose vodka. Kettle One Vodka with limeade, raspberry simple syrup, and mm, flavors of spicy mango is what it says in the description. What and I was that like, mean? that's a little too vague. So I took a twist on it. So I have everything in here. I have the the rose and grapefruit vodka, which is also used in another drink in Galaxy's Edge in the Jedi mind trick. It is used in that as well. Um, but I found a raspberry simple syrup, so I added that in, which was great. But I found mango nectar, Goya mango nectar. So I used an ounce of that, and then I just put like a dash of Cholula in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But I will say it is scary close to exactly what it tastes like in the park. I was a little heavy-handed on the Cholula, but that's the beauty of an at-home drink. You can be a little more spicy if you want to be a little more spicy. But it's really good. It is good. It's really good. I wonder if that spicy mango is Monin. I, do, do they have a habanero mango I think so. Syrup? I'm going to look right now. I know they have a habanero pineapple because that's yeah. a, pe- that's Pepper's Ghost. Yeah. They love it their must be a monin. And I'm sure the raspberry is a monin as well. Yeah, they have a spicy mango. There we go. See? That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I just look, essentially... we're here to problem solve, okay? See? But so... you crafted it at home. I did. So if you don't want to order off monin, you can just literally use the, the mango nectar and a dash of whatever say... you want. That syrup, though, if we want to buy it, that syrup would be great in a margarita. Yes. Oh, it would be amazing in a margarita. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not bad. Just always thinking. But always thinking. I feel like we can always problem solve and we're like, it's probably Monin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If it's Disney and it's like syrup, it's definitely Monin. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. But yeah, it's a good one. And we'll talk about it a little bit later. So that's good. Yeah. Bethany, what are you drinking? I am drinking a drink that I don't think has a name, but it is from Tunin Lounge, and it is from my specific favorite bartender there, Bucky, which I walked in at 1045 one morning and said to him, hey, what can you make that has Mozart in it? Because I want to have a Mozart moment. And he made me this, and it's like a German chocolate cake, so it's coconut rum. Mm. I use chocolate milk and Mozart, and that's it. It is delicious. Colin, you need to try it. You need to visit Bucky, though. You need the official version first. He's so lovely. He walked in and recognized me. He was like, I know you. And I was like, I don't think you know me. Um, And then when they're insistent, I'm like, oh, I create Disney content. And he said, I just watched your video of all the things you hate at Festival of the Arts. And I agree. The Italy booth is crap. And he's also (laughs) from New Jersey. And we bonded over how bad that booth was. Amazing. If you know, you know. Exactly. But yeah, it's a Mozart moment, which I'm here for. Also, Colin, you started Mozart moment for the record. And they use it as an official hashtag now. I did my research the other day. Did I? Mm-hmm. You said it in you an know. episode of the podcast last April. And then on Instagram, you said, can we make hashtag Mozart moment a thing? And they responded yes at the end of April. And they never officially used it until May. <gasps> you can pay the royalties to Colin. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank you. 
That's a good hashtag, though. But it is a good fun hashtag. Fact, fun fact about Mozart. See, fun fact, and I have to, you know, I have to shout out to my aunt Sherry because she's the one who we're the ones who tried it together for the first time. We'd be nowhere without her. We'd be nowhere without her mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. Auntie Sherry, if you're listening, bless you. I love you. The creator, the true creator of the Mozart moment. Mm-hmm. You would love this one, especially because it's coconut. Absolutely. Yeah, this will He made this... it and I was like, Colin's going to lose it when he has this for the first time. And I walk in every time and ask him for it. You just ask Bucky for the Mozart moment that he created for me and he'll make it for you. See, so good. All right. So we, I mean, we we're kind of drinking studios things. So let's dive into all things drinking in studios, shall we? Yes. Honestly, a great park to drink in. A lot of places to grab a drink, to be completely mm-hmm. honest, and pretty well dispersed throughout the entire park. It's not like you're going through a lot of <laughs> dry zone here, but we have a lot of really good drinks that we go back for time and time again. A lot of studios standouts, but let's get started at collectively one of our absolute favorite places to drink just in Disney World period and the ultimate people watching destination, Baseline Tap House. Uh, so good. An excellent place to drink. I absolutely love Baseline. There is nothing I don't like about this. The drinks, though, so good here. So good. And variety, too. Not just beer. We're talking cider. And we're talking actually one of Bethany's favorite cocktails, too. I love this drink more than anything. I'm talking about the strawberry hibiscus soda on tap. And then I get it with Tito's in it. And then they say, do you want to make it a double for $2 more? And I said, if you ask, I have to say yes. That's my own personal rule. I've discussed this before. And it's like fifteen fifty, and it's a double Tito's and strawberry hibiscus. It's so good. They used to have a black cherry on tap beforehand, and that was the soda on tap, and that was my favorite. I don't love this one as much, but I still absolutely love this. It's light. It's refreshing. It is a Starbucks refresher with alcohol is all I'm saying. Nice. And just the regular soda is great, too. So yeah. if you don't want to drink, this is a great, feels like a cocktail type of drink mm-hmm. to get. You know, instead of like your normal soda in the park, this is a great one to get. I love it. Yeah. And they'll give you refills if you get it non-alcoholic. Love. Well, you can walk back in for free refills. Love it. Now, my go-to here is actually the Ace Spade Bloody Orange Hard Cider. I love it. I I'm not a big cider person. Sometimes I find that ciders can be a little bit too sweet, but I really like when it's a citrusy hard cider. It cuts down on the sugar a bit, and it's one of my faves. And I love that you can get two sizes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love that because not most places it's just one size, right? You just yeah. order it and it is what it is. So you can kind of get a bigger one if you want. You can get a smaller one if you're not feeling it or if you want to try a couple things. But I love it. I love their hard cider. It is good. That's a good hard cider. There's so many good drinks on tap there. If you like beer, it's a good stop. They have, obviously, it's based off of California, so they have a lot of California beers. But they have a reduced gluten beer on the menu here. Shindy gets Mm. it all the time, which I thought was very interesting and also awesome. But I rarely order beer here. I I don't think I... I I did once, maybe. I think so, too. (laughs) Yeah, but... To be honest, time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> After I realized that they had other things on there that wasn't beer, I just haven't really turned back. So, yeah, yeah and and the thing, th- these are all kind of like they're not like small micro mm-hmm. brews. These are things that you can find pretty widely. I mean, my go-to here if I'm getting a beer is going to be the Golden Road Hefeweizen, just because I do enjoy a good Hefeweizen, and it's not something that you generally find everywhere, like a good German-style beer. So I will go for that. But you can create your own flight too here, which is great. It's four beers, five ounces each for $12.50. So, I mean, they have five beers on the <laughs> on the tap. So if you can't decide, you can make a flight. And I believe that in- would include a cider as well. But they also have cocktails on tap here too. Mm-hmm. They're good too. They have the, the California Sunset, mm. which is vodka with Southern Comfort, orange juice, sweet and sour with a float of pomegranate juice. And then they also have the Baseline Select Margarita which is Patron Anejo with Cointreau Sweet and Sour and Lime Juice. Both delicious. We're going to talk about a few other cocktails on tap later that are not as good. If you're looking for an on tap cocktail, Mm. come here. Yeah, Baseline can do nothing wrong. Again, it is the perfect spot to have a drink and people watch. My opinion is you have to sit outside and watch everybody just walking around. It is nonstop. Obviously, there's good food here. We've talked about it in many of episodes you know, the pretzel, the charcuterie, we love it all. But the drinks here are phenomenal. And 
usually the line moves pretty quick. Sometimes it's a little long looking, which can be intimidating. And you're like, oh, there's not a table either. But people are constantly cycling through. People don't get the whole people watching thing there because I can plant myself there for like two hours and not care. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I will put this loosely on the list of places that are worth a rope drop. If you're looking for a prime spot to sit and just chill, because the best is that it's literally right by the one entrance to Galaxy's Edge. And it's literally the entrance right next to Rise. So whenever it goes down or whether it reopens, you see people running and scrambling back and forth, or you see the huge excitement or the epic disappointment when it goes down. It's just so worth it to sit and watch. You can see all the people lining up for Muppet Vision. <laughs> the tens, tens yes. of people. Actually, they're lining up for Pizza Rizzo. <laughs> that is true. To get those cannolis. Well, actually, because it takes so freaking long to get anything there. That's what they're waiting for. That is true. She's not wrong. No. no. But it's a good stop. It's such a solid stop in Hollywood Studios. I'm so happy we started here, even though it's just we're going alphabetically. Still a, <laughs> still a great place to start. All right, let's hop over to Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. Another solid stop for a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Solid stop. So this is a great place because not only do they have great cocktails, but I want to dive into the flights first because I feel like that kind of sets yeah. us apart. So they have two options for cocktail flights here. They have a margarita flight, which is $17.50 for three different margaritas. Smaller pours, of course, but three different margaritas. Then they also have a martini flight, which is also $17.50 for, again, a flight of three smaller martinis. This is great. The cocktails are wonderful in these flights. Last time I got the margarita flight, which has the classic, the blood orange, and the pomegranate margarita. And Bethany, last time we were there, you got the martini one. Yeah, which is gin, vodka, and pomegranate. And they're so good. They're just well-rounded drinks that... The thing I really like about Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge is it's a bar bar. The bartenders there know what they're doing. And no hate to any other bartender out there, but I think they really take good pride in their cocktails instead of kind of the quantity thing of trying to get people through the line. We'll go through some other stops where I feel there is more of a focus on getting the line down than Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm. So I think they take a lot of great pride in their cocktails there, and I think that's really what sets them apart. But the martini flight is absolutely amazing, too. I love it. I just love the stop in general, whether I sit down or grab drinks from the to-go bar, because they have a to-go bar there as well. Yes, they yes. do. You and can't it's... get the flight to go, but still. Right. No, but that's worth the sit down, for sure. Mm-hmm. But you're so right. Every time I've walked up there, and even if I didn't order something that's on the menu, I'd be like, can I just, I just really am craving a gin and tonic, and they'll make whatever that you mm-hmm. ask for they have a full bar behind there and they're super awesome they're super friendly but their iconic drink here that you can get both of the sit down and the to go <laughs> no. which is cause which is causing like a sharks and jets rivalry in this podcast <laughs> it is the grapefruit cake martini and i am indifferent about the grapefruit cake martini i could take it or i could leave it but hmm. neutral ground I neutral see. ground i'm on neutral ground i don't i do not i wouldn't say that it's like going to make my top list of anything no. but it's not one that if someone offered it to me i would say no i would absolutely drink it and enjoy it but to you know what we should you know what we should do next time because i feel like what? this drink could still be good it's deep eddie's grapefruit vodka stoli vanilla vodka and a splash of cream i feel like 86 the cream and do a splash of like tonic water or sprite if you wanted a little sweeter i think i could get you to like this bella because you like grapefruit i know well and i got it because i liked grapefruit and then i tasted it and i said this is a definite no (laughs) and i think it is the milk and i also the thing is vanilla i like vanilla in some things but not in a lot of things so it really it could be the vanilla but i do think it is the milk because i don't like milk cocktails it's not my thing so i think if we do replace it with something that would be better maybe Hmm. i'm gonna get like a i'm gonna ask the bartender next time i'm gonna be like she has a dairy allergy (laughs) (laughs) well i wonder though i wonder if they do yeah something for that yeah they probably do but they probably have like almond milk they probably do i mean i try hey i try it hey i bet it would actually make it better yeah being honest yeah i do too Yeah, but this is one of my favorites. It says it's to celebrate the taste of the grapefruit cake, which was created at the original Hollywood Brown Derby in the 1940s. I love this one. I always just grab this one to go because that 
walk-up bar there is so nice and I feel people don't really know about it. It's right at the entrance for the lounge, which is kind of a gated area. And I just don't think people realize there's a bar that you can walk up to and order drinks from there. So usually there's never a line. So it's an easy place. You just walk up and tell the hostess you want to order a drink and they'll kind of just put you along the fence and you wait for your turn. But I always get the grapefruit cake martini. They do some specialty cocktails every once in a while, though, with like Mm -hmm. signboards. But yeah, and it's always and and they're always a little bit different than the ones Mm -hmm. that you'll find, like the 50th ones that you find all the way throughout the park. But it's it's... no magical beacon. They actually probably have that, but that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the point. But they did have other things. But it's it's worth the stop for sure. It is hidden and it is a gem. Yeah. And even if you want to sit down, usually there's the world's shortest wait. I just feel people genuinely don't know it's there. I think they think it's Hollywood Brown Derby. Totally. Absolutely. They have no idea it's a separate lounge and it has nothing to do with it. They, I believe they share a kitchen because you can order the same things, but. Yes. Yeah. It Hollywood is Studios is the place for lounges. Oh, it totally is. Which is awesome. I think it's a great park to have that kind of atmosphere. And I mean, all very different, all three of them. Totally different. Very different mm-hmm. vibes. Yeah. So. And I think too. We've talked Animal Kingdom before, and we've talked Epcot. A lot of those places are just walk-up windows to get drinks, and that is not the focus at Hollywood Studios. You are so correct. It is lounges. It is a place to actually enjoy your cocktail or walk up to a full bar and really have options. Yep, which is yeah. awesome. But let, let's jump literally diagonally, and let's go to Tune In Lounge, which mm-hmm. is my favorite lounge in studios. I just Really? Yeah, I love the vibe, and Same. I feel like... It's not a studio's trip if I don't run in there for something. Wow. And I don't have to sit. And While I do really love sitting there and just like soaking it all in, I just need to go in. I need to go in and I need to experience all the things that are tuned in. I need to get the vibe or else for me, it's an off day in studios. Hmm. It's just so kitschy in there. Yeah. I love it. In the best way. And the bartenders are so great. The best bartenders. You feel like you're in your grandparents' house. There's tchotchkes all over the wall. You know, you can explore that place and stare at things for so long because there is so much to look at in there where the attention to detail is great. But like you said, the bar is absolutely phenomenal. The bartenders are absolutely incredible. They actually share a bar with 50s Primetime. They make the, the drinks for 50s Primetime there too. But There's always someone there that's really attentive and making you really good drinks. And I will say this place is also, I think, a little bit under the radar. I don't think Mm -hmm. too many people go in there to get a drink. It's probably a little bit more crowded than I would say Brown Derby Lounge. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's as busy as Baseline. Baseline is always packed. This one is definitely a little bit less less crowded and a little bit more quiet. Fully agreed. And I think it also is a little deterrent at times because during prime dinner time, the wait for 50s primetime share the same lobby it is the lobby for 50s primetime so people will walk in and be like oh my god it's crowded in here but there's not a single soul in line at the bar right <laughs> like everybody's waiting for their table at 50s primetime so just walk up to the bar because nobody's really there to drink if we're being honest everybody's waiting for their table around dinner time yeah and it totally gives the illusion because there's i mean it's not really just formal seating or anything it's all just like your grandmother's furniture kind of spread out mm-hmm. throughout kind of like a, a, a weird living room setup. So people are, are literally sitting on their phones just waiting for their names to be called. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you get your drink and then a family gets called for dinner and you just swoop right in and you can enjoy the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best. But they have some really good iconic drinks here. One of them that we talked about was the Loaded Schaff. Oh. And Bethany drank this on the last episode. And it is... A beer that is synonymous with Epcot, with Germany, right? It's the grapefruit beer that you can find in the Germany Pavilion. But here they take it up a level. And you get a shot of Deep Eddie's grapefruit vodka in there. My fave. For twelve seventy five. That's a bargain. A steal. That That's is stealing. A bargain. <laughs> I should make it a double next time. They never asked me that there, but I should do that next time. <laughs> you're just going to whisper, do you want to make that a double? And you're like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that that to me is one that I constantly order when I'm in there. That's been my go-to lately. I also love Grandma's Picnic Punch, which is yes. like a combination of so many things. Vodka, peach, lemonade, pineapple juice. It is so good. And the descriptor of it is funny. It's Grandma concocted a wonderful drink for the family picnic. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm here for. <laughs> I want to go to that picnic. Thank you. Yeah. Grandma seems like a fun time. If that's what grandma's packing in the picnic basket, I'm here for this. Here. Here for it. But this is also where you got your Mozart moment. 
Yes, my German right, chocolate cake that I'm drinking. Right, right, right now. It's not on the menu, but no, you just but... have to ask. Specifically Bucky, but probably anybody else could make it too. Mm. Another drink we'll talk about here is the Dad's Electric Lemonade. So it is vodka with blue curacao, sweet and sour Sprite, and of course, a souvenir glow cube. Just, you know, add to the collection. At I this feel point. like Hollywood Studios is the king of <laughs> glow, cubes. glow cubes, right? <laughs> I feel like every cocktail has one. It Literally, it's, especially a tune-in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, It is like every single place. And it's out of control, too, because I feel you should be able to not get it in there. And I don't know, save 50 cents. I don't even care. Some minuscule thing. No, you ask for no glow cube and they charge full price still. I just don't want a glow cube. Stop with the upcharge for a glow cube. Because one drink is significantly more expensive than the other because it has a glow cube. But anywhere you go, Oasis Canteen, everything has a glow cube in it. I don't want a yeah. glow cube. Yes. And two, once you're done that drink, it's either going to get tossed in the trash mm-hmm. or you got to hold on to it. And then yeah. it's going to travel back. We have things that we have glow cubes right now. What Sad. am I? What, what do we what do we do with them? Yep. <laughs> like, I'm not thinking when I make a cocktail, you know what? <laughs> Let me put that glow cube in there. That that'll do it. You, you know, it's that? not. It might bring you some joy. <laughs> but Bella's not wrong. It is the king of glow cubes. It is. I, I don't know. All right, so departing from the sit-down lounge vibe, let's go to some of the walk-up bar vibes. So heading over to Indiana Jones, let's hit up Oasis Canteen. And here they have one of my favorite studios drinks, which is the Snake Alley, Bethany Vinton, the one and only Bethany Vinton of TikTok, (laughs) introduced us to this drink. And it's so, so, so delicious. It's parapet coconut rum with creme de banana, melon liqueur, sweet and sour, and pineapple juice. It is so good and it is so green mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like fluorescent bright neon jolly rancher green correct and it is delicious it is so good and if you were to if someone was to say those ingredients to me i would have said no you know <laughs> like like i don't think any of other than the rum and the pineapple juice of course the creme de banana and the melon liqueur is not my type of my vibe for a drink, but these pair so well together. You don't really get a lot of banana. No. Which no, no, I think is key all. here. Um, but it is so good. I had that sip last time we were there and I was like, wow, this is good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I feel like that is a good hidden drink and it's not that expensive either. It's one of the cheapest drinks you could get anywhere. But in my opinion, if you like the Tokyo Sunset in Epcot from Japan, This is like a take on it. It has a lot of similar ingredients. And that one is peach, I believe. And it doesn't have the sweet and sour. So it's a little bit different. But I feel those could be sisters, cousins. Mm -hmm. I don't know, something. But if you like one, you'll probably like the other. But the Snake Alley is my favorite thing to get there. It is so delicious. I ordered every time. And Oasis Canteen is not even in the My Disney Experience app. I'm pretty sure. So it's a hidden gem. You have to know about it and want to stop at it. Because you would have no idea. I mean, you you pass by it, but it's not in the app. But there's no one really over there Mm -mm. too often because people normally will go over to Frozen Mm -hmm. and the traffic will go in front of Frozen and whatever that little um, movie thing is right next to it. Potato Land. Potato Land. (laughs) And then they'll kind of come across to Star Tours and all that. This chunk over here, I feel like because that store, that Indiana Jones store closed... That area over there, I don't think it's a lot of foot traffic anymore. No, not yeah. unless you're literally walking into the Indiana Jones show, but you're going to miss it. You're going to walk to the left and miss this stand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is a hidden gem. Yeah, it's a good stop for me. I also like the Long Lost Island, which is their take on a Long Island, which is vodka, rum, gin, triple sec, sweet and sour, Sprite, and wildberry served with a... Glow cube, mm, drink. <laughs> Every time there's a glow cube, you have to drink. Okay. I won't lie. This is my go-to drink if I'm walking into Indiana Jones because I know I'm going to sit through like a 45-minute show. And I'm like, a Long Island, a, a, a stronger drink is perfect That'll get for me. that one. Okay, so hopping over from Indiana Jones, let's walk down Sunset Boulevard towards Tower of Terror. And on your left is going to be the Sunshine Day Bar, which is a great walk-up bar. They have a lot of really good drinks here. Do you... I, my hot take is I hate the Sunshine Day Bar. You hate it. Yeah. Why? Okay. The Shimmer Over the Moon is on the menu. If you've yeah. listened to the podcast, you know we like this. It's Old Smoky, Apple Pie Moonshine, Amaretto, Fulnerum, Pineapple Juice, and Club Soda served with a... 
Glow, Glow cube. cube. Drink. Um, but it is like a pineapple upside down cake. That's phenomenal. That was a 50th drink. However, I feel like the rest of the drinks here are like, I just feel they're not up to the Disney standard. The Blackberry Moonshine Lemonade, to me, is if there was a Wish version of the Blackberry Moonshine Sour from Epcot, this is it. It's <laughs> Blackberry Moonshine with lemonade, lemon juice, and blackberry syrup. It is just the non-sophisticated version of the Moonshine Sour. I don't love this place. I don't disagree with you because I've actually gotten the Southside Fizz, which is their – it's the Hendrix Gin, Cane Sugar, and Lemon Juice – and topped with soda water, and I felt like it was not balanced whatsoever. I had a sip of it, and I was like, this is pure gin. Well, pure. There was no, I mean, look, were we, <laughs> were we mad about it? No, because we got, you know, obviously a bang for a buff, but I just felt like it did not taste good. I got it because I wanted it to taste good, you know, and it didn't <laughs> taste good. So mm-hmm. I don't disagree. I think it's safe to say, I mean, if you want the shimmer over the moon, yeah, I mean, you have to stop here. Yeah. That's your only option. And it's it is delicious, worth, though. It's delicious and it's worth the stop. I guess my hot take would be that the Shimmer of the Moon belongs in Tune In Lounge because I just feel like it suits the vibe of You probably could order it there. You probably could, but it should just permanently be on the menu there forever. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Sunshine Day Bar. I don't know why you're there, but it should totally be permanently in Tune In Lounge. But if you want something like a Southside Fizz, if you want a gin and tonic or some type of gin and club soda, walk the, what, 20 feet down to the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge bar. Agreed. And you're going to get a superior cocktail, a more balanced cocktail there. The only time I stop at Sunshine Day Bar is when Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge is closed for the night and I'm headed in a Fantasmic and I want a cocktail while I sit and watch Fantasmic. Because the drinks at Fantasmic are awful. So Mm. we'll just not cover them. They're not good. (laughs) Skip it. Stop at Sunshine Day Bar. That's the time I would stop there. But every cocktail I've gotten there, I've been just disappointed by. And I feel that crowd there, it's like the outer rim of Hollywood Studios because all the dads <laughs> are walking down and that's where they stop. I just feel it's the outer rim. And I know that's a hot take because I know people love Sunshine Day Bar. I don't. Catch me there when I have no other options. That whole strip needs a bit of a re- refurb. You're not wrong. With the food, with the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> box it up and let's do something new thank yeah. you <laughs> please i mean but keep the enchanted rose dessert yeah that's oh, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, will yeah. riot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you could put that it. at every place and we'd be fine with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> serve it everywhere yeah exactly <laughs> all right moving on moving on to the part that i'm really excited about so we have a bar crawl hidden inside of this episode the people who know know so let's go on the cantina crawl now So the Cantina Crawl is a separate own little fun bar crawl that just involves all the places to drink within Galaxy's Edge. That we completely made up. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said it. Like, it was so official. You're like, it is a separate bar crawl. And I was like, that we made up. (laughs) Oh, we totally made this up. Yeah, this is totally us. Um, It's our our bar tours segment. Yes. So, of course... You have to start a cantina crawl off at the only place that requires you to have a reservation. At the cantina. At Oga's Cantina. You got to start there. Absolutely. There's no other option. And we have three drinks that we're going to talk about that we think collectively are just the superior drinks. And those are our go-to drinks. We've been there many times. Between all of us, we've probably drank the entire menu. And I'm not even kidding. We've probably done that. But let's start with Bethany's favorite. The Fuzzy Tauntaun. Of course. It's so good. I mean, it's lacking a little bit. They're really trying to get that tauntaun foam right, which is the buzz button tingling foam on the top. So it is made with buzz buttons, and it is designed to make your mouth go numb if you are human. And they've been messing around with it. I will say it's getting a lot better, but it is Kettle One Botanical Peach and Orange Vodka with peach schnapps, orange juice, tangerine, pure cane sugar. It's essentially a fuzzy navel which is where the fuzzy comes from, I guess. And then it's fuzzy because it makes your mouth tingle. But this has always been one of my favorite. I always ask for an extra cup of foam too because I like the sensation of my mouth tingling. (laughs) Now when I say this out loud, it's weird for, okay, that's fine. But I really do enjoy this drink. I get it every single time I go there. I They've really struggled through the recipe and they're like, Oga's working hard at it. I love when, you know, they're because they're all in character there the entire time. Yes. That is the benefit of Oga's is they... 
do not break character to the fact I had a server one time and I was like, is she in character or is that her personality? I don't know, but I love it regardless. Um, <laughs> but this is one of my favorites. I, you can't go wrong with a fuzzy tauntaun. This is distinctively my favorite drink at Oga's just because it's so different. Yeah. Is it the best yeah. tasting one? No, but it's my favorite. Does that make sense? I mean, it's one of those where you're just like totally committed to the experience. I Correct. totally understand that for yeah. sure. And I may or may not have incriminating evidence of Bethany Vinton spooning buzz button <laughs> foam from a separate cup into our mouth. May or may not have that video. <laughs> and it may or may not end up on TikTok. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's so normal. <laughs> so normal. Okay, Bella, let's talk about your drink here. And your drink is cool because it's kind of a secret menu item. It's kind of hidden. Yeah. So my little my hot take, I have a bit of a hot take for, for Oga's. First, I actually, I don't love Oga's. I don't love it. I, it's not my thing. It's not, I don't like how busy it is at night. I. It's not my vibe. But they need to bring back their breakfast Amen. menu. That is Amen. my main hot take because I've discussed how much I'm not a big fan of Oga's. But their breakfast menu, when they had it, was so good. And this was on there. So the drink is the Bloody Rancor. It is Tito's Vodka, Ancho Chili Liqueur, Spicy Bloody Mary Mix, and a Rancor Bone, which was a meringue bone that they just placed on top. So you got a little sweet treat with your Bloody Mary. It is probably the best Bloody Mary I have had in Disney World. And you all probably know at this point, I have been on quite the Bloody Mary journey. There was obviously a time where I took a break because I could not drink while we were down there a few times because I was pregnant, but I will be going back to my Bloody Mary journey and I'm truly really want to try to find the best one, but this is for me right now, the best one I've had. It's good. I, I'm not a Bloody Mary fan in general. It's not my go-to drink. However, I tried it after you guys a long time ago posted it because previously it wasn't even on the menu. Like you had to ask about it and I think it is on the menu now, but again, I don't even know if it's on the written menu, but I tried it because you guys posted about it. And I was like, this is actually really delicious. And I like it. And I don't even like Bloody Marys. Yeah. And it's also really dark. Mm -hmm. It is dark. It's, it's and it like is it's spicy. <laughs> I mean, it's the mixture of the spicy Bloody Mary mix mm -hmm. on top of the ancho chili liqueur. It is yeah. it is hot. Yeah. So if you're here for that, it is yeah. absolutely delicious. It is worth a try. The other cocktail. So just like diverting and trying to wheel things back into existence because, you know, that's the main goal of this podcast is <laughs> fact that we like. But the only other cocktail on the breakfast menu at Oga's was the Spear and Calf, and it was so good. It was organic Joffrey's coffee with orange marmalade at the bottom, a scoop of orange marmalade with Gosling's 151 vanilla whipped cream and citrus zest on top of that. It was served hot. It was so good. And the best part about it was, I mean, the mixture of the coffee and the orange, which you think on paper, you're like, why does coffee and orange go together? It shouldn't, but it does. It absolutely does. The hot coffee melted the marmalade at the bottom mm -hmm. of the cup. And then the goslings mixed in there. It was so good. And I, I was praying that this would also be a secret menu item that you could just ask for. And they were like, no, we don't do this anymore. So Disney, if you're listening... If you have to go to Oga's at 8 in the morning, <laughs> if you have one of those early morning Oga's reservations, because sometimes you do, you're at Oga's during breakfast, please bring back the breakfast menu. They also serve the overnight oats that are available at, so at Ronto Roasters. They mm -hmm. serve those overnight oats at that time as well. They did. Those were also delicious. So it was an awesome way to start your morning in a really cool place in Galaxy's Edge. Yep. Please bring back the breakfast menu. Please, that's, please, please. That's when I would go. That's when I like Oga's. I would go. I would beg for a breakfast reservation there mm -hmm. if it was available. Yeah. Who? I mean, who doesn't want to drink at 7 a.m.? Serve the also, morning wraps. Serve the morning wraps, exactly. too. I also enjoy that your breakfast cocktail has 151 in it. <laughs> the Casual. best part of waking <laughs> up. <laughs> Is 151 in your cup. Correct. <laughs> Do we have a problem? I don't know. No. It's <laughs> no, it's just fine. called it's vacation. Fine. It's called vacation. Look it exactly. up. Exactly. I'm on vacation. Let me be. Yes. But but regardless of how we feel about breakfast or not, but the Bloody Rancor is available for you to get. So if you are in a Bloody Mary mood and you and you do and you happen to be there at an early Oga's reservation, start your day off with the Bloody Rancor. It's a great way to start. My favorite cocktail at Oga's, well, Disney World. I have to put that in parentheses now. <laughs> well, Disney World 
is the Outer Rim. Their version of a margarita. Patron Silver Tequila, Pomegranate Liqueur, Lime Juice, Cane Sugar, Black Salt, and Exotic Fruit Puree that they foam onto the side of the glass. It is delicious. It's on the sweet side for sure between the pomegranate and the puree foam that's on there. It is definitely sweet and the black salt will dye your mouth black and it's okay. It's fine, but but it is delicious. I will go for this. This is my go-to Oka's drink for Disney World. Yeah, that to me is the best drink there. The Fuzzy Tauntaun's my favorite, but if I had to talk quality of drink taste-wise, the Outer Rim wins every single time. These are pretty much the only two drinks I order. Every once in a while, I'll get a little crafty and order something different, but... Yeah, just to change it up, but I like mean... Like a jet juice. A like, shot. I get a oh, shot a jet every juice once in a while. Is, yeah, it's no joke. Jet juice is but no joke. The jet juice has the ancho chili liqueur that's in it the does. Bloody Rancor, and I love that flavor. I think it's phenomenal, so that's probably why I like the Bloody Rancor so much, but... Yeah, the outer room. Delicious. Delicious. I can't wait for all of us to go to Disneyland Ogas in a matter of days to try a I couple of the different cocktails. I think we should do an early morning reservation there. That's how you kick off a day in Disneyland. Honestly, here for it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Absolutely. But they do have some cocktails that are slightly different. So I'm excited for you guys to try them. All right. Continuing on our cantina crawl, let's go over to Katsaka's Kettle. And here you can find the spiked cold brew, Black Calf. This is Joffrey's cold brew with Mozart chocolate liqueur topped with sweet cream cheese and cocoa puffs. Sweet cream cheese is a, I've never had this, but that is an interesting choice. I would agree. Yeah, it's a choice. Um, (laughs) It's a choice. It's a choice. Here's the issue with this drink. I, this drink changes depending on if you mix it or not. Hardcore changes. Mm -hmm. The idea of it on paper, it sounds delicious, 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 but the first sip that you get of that cold brew, and I know that Joffrey's cold brew is really good, but for some reason here, it is so bitter. Yeah. It is so incredibly bitter that if you don't take that sweet cream cheese and mix it all the way down, you are not going to enjoy the first sip of this at all. No, I enjoy it because one, the chocolate liqueur is Mozart, which of course it's so funny because they're trying to keep you in the planet they're trying to keep you on that too so it is bagged the mozarts in this little black the little sphere but you obviously can tell with the shape of the bottle and the topper of the bottle that you know it's mozart so that's what's in it but i laugh because it's bagged and i was like i could spot a mozart from a very far away away okay i know this is what it is but for me this drink is just if i'm there in the morning and i drank a lot the night before i'll order it as my care of the dog but overall It's not one I go back for, but, you know, it's a good one. I would say try it once because I feel people either love this or they hate this. There's really no in between. They just are like, this isn't good or they absolutely love it. I would say it's worth the mix, but also I don't know why they just don't dress the Mozart up like BB-8, you know? Yeah, he'd be so cute. He'd be so cute. He'd be so So cute. cute. Mm -hmm. Why don't they just do that? See, you know. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) You're I will welcome. say I like that they did a specialty cocktail iced coffee. Yeah. I, I I feel like so many times I see hot coffee with some sort of liqueur in it. So it's nice to see an iced coffee. I know all the Joffrey stands, you can obviously get an iced coffee with any type of alcohol that they have there. But I like that they are doing something iced with alcohol that's Agreed. special for this area. Correct. And it's not in the teeny tiny Joffrey's cup either. Yeah, exactly. No, this is a full deal. Yeah, yeah. full deal drink. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So continuing on our cantina crawl, we are heading over to Docking Bay 7 for two specialty cocktails. One is the Tecadonna Quencher, which is Bacardi Dragonberry Rum with Blue Curacao, orange juice, pineapple, and kiwi. I love this drink. This is my favorite. I love kiwi. I'm a sucker for kiwi anything. Wow. So this drink just wow. hits me in all the good feels. I order this one probably every single time I'm in Galaxy's Edge. I never post about it either. I don't know why I'm trying to gatekeep this. It's literally a drink that's on tap. So it's not like they're running <laughs> out of it anywhere. anytime soon. But I love this drink. I think it's so light. It's so refreshing. I love the kiwi. I love the orange, the pineapple, everything. This to me is a home run. See, this to me is an epic fail. I do not like this. Yeah, but hey, it's, you know, we love differing opinions on here. To me, this is literally just blue Powerade. That's all it tastes like. That's why it's so good. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't give me like cocktail. I just feel like I'm drinking a blue Powerade. 
So it, but blue powery is tasty. I mean, and it refreshing. is, but like, but yeah. I, it, I mean, yes, but I want a cocktail. I don't want a blue Fine, powery. Colin. Yeah, but that's just how I, that is my, again, it's how I feel. That's how you know, I feel. but I also really like your favorite here, so I'm not mad. Yeah, so my favorite is the Surly Sarlacc, which I'm currently drinking right now. And as I said before, it is the Kettle One Botanical, but this time the Grapefruit and the Rose Vodka with Minute Maid Limeade, Raspberry, and Spicy Mango. It is really good. It's a really well-balanced batch cocktail, in my opinion. I think that all the flavors come through. It's not overly sweet. The lime really cuts through. The tartness of the limeade cuts through all those sweet flavors like the raspberry and the mango. And that little hit of botanical from the rose and, of course, a little spice from the spicy mango really goes a long way here. I just think like it's a really nice, one of my favorite batch cocktails in Disney World. It's good. Plus, <laughs> it's you know what good. they have at Docking Bay 7? The good ice cubes. The good ice. They got the good ice They do there. got the good ice over there. Yes. What would you describe that ice as? Like cylinders. Cylinders? Yeah, it's kind of like the cylinder ice that's like got a really nice soft crunch to it. It's like what a I'm hole saying? in the middle, right? Or no? Oh, no. Oh, no. It just, it doesn't. no. I see no, what no. you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost yeah. like cracked in a way. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. oh, it's so yeah. good. It's the good it's ice. soft. Like it's soft. On soft the ice. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's so worth it just for the ice. But they, they do also have the Surly Star like available over at Ronto Roasters. Not the Tuck It On A Quencher, but the Surly Star like is available over there. So you have two options to get that. But if you're doing a crawl, you're clearly going to go to Docking Bay for the Tuck It On A. And then you're going to head over to Ronto Roasters for the Surly Star like to check all those things off. Exactly. You got to hit every spot you can get alcohol. So be sure to Absolutely. be over to Ronto Roasters before 3 p.m. Yes. it does close at 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if not, you can just count both of the ones at Docking Bay as part of this studio stumble that we're on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, But but now the last stop on our Cantina Crawl, we are heading over to the Milk Sand because mm. when in Galaxy's <laughs> Edge, do, do you have to? <laughs> you know, I you know. it has to be on the list. And it is such a Star Wars drink. If you are yes. a Star Wars fan, people are all in on this milk situation and i will only drink it if it has alcohol in it because otherwise it yes. is not good yes so yeah. again we are on opposite teams no here We're, so i'm not even on a team i prefer one over the other but i don't want to be considered on that team <laughs> sure it, if if we have to choose we're Fine. choosing two different ones Correct. how about that if we have to choose i am choosing the blue milk which is coconut and rice milk with alluring fruity characteristics, as it said. <laughs> it's so Blue, vague. I don't know. It's so vague. But this one has Bacardi rum in it. So really, to me, do you want tequila or do you want rum? <laughs> Bella, do you have a preferred flavor of the milks? Look, I haven't had the milks in a very long time, but I think I liked the blue milk. Yeah. A little more, but not... Because I do, liked it. Do you want to know why? <laughs> do you want to know why I'll tell you that you liked the blue milk more? Why? Because we got these when we did the pass holder preview for Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. Remember we did the walk on till Smuggler's Run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where we went right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got one of each. And guess which one I had to drink? <laughs> <laughs> the, green, the green. Because you wanted to drink the blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, this, that, so that was how many years ago? It's just oh not gosh, something yeah. that I will ever really... Yeah. Yeah. Even with alcohol, I just, for me, this isn't. No, I don't get it frequently. I will say, I kind of actually do like the texture of this, though. It's not super thin, but it's also not like a frozen cocktail. It's somehow weirdly in the middle where it's it is. like, yeah. it's viscous. I don't know. No, yeah. sure. Yeah. I totally no, it get is. It. it Absolutely. Is. And I will say the size is nice. It's not super big. They give you just enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I am team green milk, mainly just because it has tequila, and I prefer tequila over rum. But this one, plant-based blend of coconut and rice milk with a zippy citrus and tropical characteristics. I personally think it tastes like Fruit Loops, and that's why I like it so much, because I am yeah. a Fruit Loops gal. That was my thing growing up. And I feel like it does taste like Fruit Loops, so that's why I believe that. I'll order it every once in a while. And you know what pairs perfectly with Fruit Loops? Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Catch catch me with my morning bowl of frozen and tequila. <laughs> you know, you do you. Being a grown up's hard, you know. <laughs> only only on the weekends. That's right. That's, uh, post taxes, you know. Yeah, that's the way to do Amen. it. 
But with that, that that concludes our cantina crawl. Yeah. The Main Street Dish Cantina Crawl, I guess we can call it. But it is, it's a really fun little studios activity for the Star Wars lover. And you actually get some really great cocktails. But the only really work you have to do is get an Oga's reservation. And yeah. then you just plan your crawl around that. The walk-up availability is is pretty difficult, especially when it comes to Disney World, depending on your party size. If you're maybe one or two, maybe three people, it might work out for you. But this is one. Grab that reservation, mm-hmm. no matter what time. <laughs> It's that, and then do your little cantina crawl based around that. But it is definitely worth it. It's a good time. And you can get some decent food as well. Correct. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And you'd look even spiffier doing it in the Main Street Dish Bar Tours t-shirt. Available now on our website. It's a cute yes. shirt, though. No, it's the best shirt. I yeah. love the design so it's much. It's got, DJ, it's got DJ Rex on it. It's got some Oga's cocktails. It's honestly one of my most favorite designs that we have, to be completely honest. But it's giving all the Star Tours vibes, but we're doing Bar Tours. Even better. Even better. But continuing on our studio stumble, (laughs) because now we're (laughs) we're stumbling. stumbling. Now we're stumbling. Uh, We have a couple stands that we can go to now. So let's head all the way back to the front of the park. (laughs) This is clearly in no (laughs) direct order. But heading over to Hollywood Scoops. So here you can get, you know, all your ice cream things. You can get your Mickey waffle platter. And to pair with your Mickey waffle platter, you can get... A mimosa. Look, this goes on my list because there's not a lot of places. Not that everybody wants to drink early in the morning on their vacation. But if you do, this is the best spot to get a mimosa. I always post about it and people are like, where can I get a mimosa in Hollywood Studios? It is at Hollywood Scoops. It's right in front of Tower of Terror. And then I just sit there, listen to the great music and the screams of the people on Tower of Terror and enjoy my mimosa. And it is, to me, a 10 out of 10 morning in Hollywood Studios. We should know what we should do next time we do like a Patreon meetup. We should do waffles, mimosas, and screams. <laughs> we I should love totally it. do that. Sold. Sold. We can just take over the whole little Hollywood Scoops, Catalina Eddie's exactly. seating area and we can just enjoy our mimosas, enjoy our Mickey waffles and listen to people screaming. Yeah. And at that time in the morning, it's pretty empty. So, you know, we can definitely really take it over. But oh, my gosh, a, for sure. A good stop in the morning. I had to add this one to the list because I absolutely love stopping on Hollywood Scoops for a mimosa. Is it the best deal? No, it's like fourteen fifty for the mimosa. But who cares? It's good. It's vibes only at that point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're just here for the vibes. Clearly. <laughs> The only other little cart we'll talk about, and you know, we'll we'll talk about it because it exists and it's an option, but it is the Toy Story Land snack cart that is over by Slinky Dog Dash. Here they have two cocktails that are on tap. Yeah. They they have a Grey Goose Cosmopolitan and they also have a margarita. See, to me this one's intriguing because when you walk by it, and I've seen TikToks on this. It's just a bottle of Grey Goose and a bottle of tequila. That's the handle itself. You don't... Yes. Re- you're like, is that straight vodka on tap? <laughs> Which, to be frank, it probably should be. Because yeah. I, I did get the Cosmo when we were there one time. We got in the line for Slinky Dog. And I was like, I'm going to get myself a cocktail while we get in line. My mouth was red. Which, like, a Cosmo is cranberry juice. What happened that it dyed my mouth red? I don't she understand. Looked, guys, she looked like a vampire. It was red, red. <laughs> like, we were smiling on Slinky Dog Dash, and I was like, you look like Twilight right now. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so, to me, these are a skip, but if you are going to get a line at Slinky Dog and it says 80 minutes, and there is no way you're going to get to Woody's, then this is a great option. That is when it's key. That is key. It is situational only. Correct. Yep. But speaking but, of Woody's. Yeah, but what in need, you should go to Woody's instead for one of our favorite drinks in Hollywood mm. Studios. Oh, absolutely. No, hands down. It is the Grown Ups Lemonade. Uh. It is so good. It is so delicious. It is cherry vodka with premium lemonade, black cherry puree. Mm. <laughs> Moaning again. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so good. I mean, it is cherry. It yeah. is cherry, cherry, cherry heavy. It is so easy to drink. It's scary. We... <laughs> One night we snagged a really late night Ogre's reservation and Bella wasn't able to drink at that point. So Bella ran to Docking Bay to get the Outpost Puff, which is like essentially like a super decadent chocolate dessert. Yep. Bethany and I ran to Woody's to get a Grown Ups Lemonade. And literally it was like, your reservation's ready. And our friends Hannah and Kyle went to go single rider on Smuggler's Run. So we all were like, oh, we have time. It's fine. Literally, they were like, your table's ready. And we... (laughs) 
slam these back really fast, which was dangerously easy, honestly, yes. with this grown-up's lemonade. It is so easy drinking. That cherry vodka disguises it so well. It's three olives, cherry vodka, and mm-hmm. that it doesn't taste like vodka. It doesn't taste like alcohol. It is At so, all. so dangerous because it is so good. I love this is to me one of my favorites. And I love this. Yes, this is a batch cocktail. Yes, it comes out of a spigot, but it's also a really cute spigot that's the play blocks. Yes. And it's really cute and on brand. So I'm not even mad. I think it has grown ups on it. And I think that's really cute. See, I, I, I love this cocktail. I wish that they had different versions of it because I feel like a seasonal lemonade would be yes. so good yes. or a blackberry. I think that it's really great that they do cherry because you don't see cherry too often. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, you can totally recreate this at home very easily and obviously change up the flavor if you wanted to. But um, I, I do think other flavors would be good, like a strawberry. Even a blueberry. Yeah, that would be yeah. really good. I'm just going to read you some of Monin's flavors because they use the Monin fruit puree in this. And you Let's tell go. me when you see something you like. Strawberry. Duh. Wild berry. Yes. yes. Mango. Yes. Sure. Banana. No. no we can skip okay. that one. Peach. Yeah, thank you. Peach. Yes. Yeah. Raspberry. Mm-hmm. Yes. And watermelon. Sold. Yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon yeah. lemonade for sure. For sure. That's Absolutely. Awesome. I mean, it's just such a good... Mm-hmm. summery yep. drink and obviously in florida it's like summer literally all the time because it's so freaking hot Correct. down there so this is the perfect drink to drink especially while you're in hollywood studios because there's literally no shade yeah so <laughs> anywhere there's yeah, no shade literally anywhere. no shade anywhere and there's often lots of lines at all three rides that they outside. have there. Yes, outside correct. Lines, yeah. so it is a great drink to have but it would be awesome to see some different variations disney if you're listening yet again disney, if you're listening as we stumble around studios with these suggestions Absolutely. But if, if you're listening, bring back Oga's breakfast menu. Yeah. And let's do seasonal le- lemonades at Woody's Lunchbox. Amen. So that's it for this episode of the Main Street Dish. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Please take a second to rate our show on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. Don't forget that the Main Street Dish is taking over Disneyland at the end of this week. So be sure to stick to all our socials for all the Disneyland content. So for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.